0: Hey, sweetheart. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dwight. Good afternoon. God had me to quickly get on here. Quickly get on here. And I am here. I am here. I am here. And I thank God for a dream he just woken me up from. I was holding this baby again, and I was trying to have this child to latch on, but it wasn't nothing in me to feed this child, and the child wouldn't even attempt to even try to latch on. So I went to the other side of my chest and I tried the same thing. It's like this baby boy did not even attempt to even try because he already knew it was nothing there. In most cases, infants uh, go by the smell. If they can smell it, they'll latch on. But this child didn't even give it no attempt to even try to do any of that because he already knew it was nothing there. And let me tell you why it was nothing there. Because this child has not yet been conceived. The more we become more like God, we talk more like God do. And God said, before you enter into your mother's womb, I knew you. God is teaching me due to having encounters prophetically with this baby already to to know and what to expect. Before you enter into my womb, I already knew you. And this child has a strong personality. Personality. We're born with the gifts. We're born with the anointing. But we're just discovering due to developing. And this child has a great sense of knowing so young. Don't even really think like an ordinary infant. Because any infant would have latched on. If nothing there, then they would just, okay, nothing there. This child didn't even attempt because he already knew. That says a lot about this child's level of knowledge already. Born with wisdom. Born with, you know, discernment. In such a way, born with such great insight. Learning a lot about what's to come. Having encounters with a vision that has not yet manifested. You know why? Because the vision is alive. The vision, it moves. It moves. It cannot be moved, but it is alive. Now, God know Quinesia. He gave me the floor this morning at four something this morning to express how Quinesia really feel. If I could talk to Dwight about anything and everything, why not tell him how I feel? Why not tell him how much I want to hear him say what I say all the time back in return at me? And what can cause him not even to do so? So I looked at God. God, are you telling this man not to say he verbally loved me? That's not something God will do. And I began to really strategize after I have waken up from this dream. It had me to feel a great sense that God want me to get back on here. Because Cornisha will express, and at the same time, she don't mind explaining her expressions. So I begin to think about your end. When I say your end, I'm talking about you over there. So I'm thinking, is this man Really making a decision to not tell me just because? If he know how much I want to hear, why not do that? If this man do, and be led to do as God lead, and he have not yet done, God, that points me back to you. You understand? So God had me to have this encounter right after I recorded, before I had the dream, and I had a visitation from your grandmother once again. But this time, she was more expressive and more merciful. Every encounter, she was very serious and straight to the point. Because the thing about it is, when God send anybody from the kingdom to have an encounter with us, they only come for that specific reason. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. No add-ons, no taking away. I can ask her a thousand questions in her presence, but if it's not regarding why she's here specifically, it won't get answered. Because it doesn't matter during that encounter. Only what you sit here to do. That's what only a person would follow from God. Always appear to be so serious and yet so loving and kind. I get her from the kingdom, not here in the earth as you had. I don't even know your family, let alone to receive visitations from your grandmother. At first, it was confusing to me because I didn't know whether she was here or in the kingdom. But having all these supernatural encounters, you must be home. So what is you and God conversation about? Are you approaching God due to what he allowed you to see? Is it through me, or is God coming to you to send you on your way to release unto me? And God said, both, both sides. This lady does not play around. I can imagine what she was like here. Very family oriented. And there are a lot of mistakes that we all make in the family. But this lady is really, really, really educated on being a wife. And how it is and what it is to be a helpmate. Because her first visitation was me to make her a promise. To make sure that we always tithe. Sat with me the next visitation during my divorce hearing. So supportive. Have a lot of supernatural support that is very divine. If you think about and listen to and you know, every testimony from way back when to up to now for those who are called to do something specifically, prophetically for entire generation, many were called by God to come away. because you have to be tuned to only his voice. Because you're born to have such a passion for every voice around you because you care so much. And that's how you are easily to become distracted because you are caring so much. Distractions are not all bad. But it takes the attention away off the focus, whether good or bad. If I sit down and receive everybody's problems, where does that put me if I become bothered when I'm the courier of the solution? You have been around somebody and they moved, rubbed off on you and you were having a great sex before you came around them? Yeah. There are certain things that are required of me that only God will have me to do. Certain things God says don't do because that can distract you. These things I want you to do because it keep you focused. All these great friends of mine, let me tell you how wonderful God is. It's so amazing that all these friends of mine had a great sense in their spirit that it wasn't like, okay, She's putting away from us. Okay, we don't want to be bothered. Or it wasn't due to no altercation, no where you been, or you think you're this or think you're that. It wasn't any of that. They just felt led to allow what's happening happen. They have a great sense that is something going on spiritually with her for her to come away the way that she does. And I thank God for having these friends of mine to know that. Because he didn't have to do that. That's like if your friends stop calling all of a sudden, stop coming around as much, but you still feel the love, you'll be like, what's going on? They never was led to do that because they had a great sense as to why it was like that. God withhold no good thing. I didn't have to explain even did they. Now I understand to a greater sense as to why he had me away. Just like every other person who's turned around a similar anointing. I'm not a lone ranger. I am never alone. God just pulls me away to fully receive straight out of his mouth to release so sharply to pierce, to call forth conversion. See, it's one thing to give a message and someone feel good and feel to change, but then they go back to how they was. But God given us such power to release that it pairs and it caused them to stop permanently. Because they feel convicted every time they even think to engage. In such negative endeavors. It's like God would use me to have someone to feel like I just cannot do this anymore. Sit me around people. I just can't kill anymore. I can't sell drugs anymore. I can't deny that I'm healed anymore. I got to stop saying this. I got to stop. I don't want to beat on my spouse anymore. I don't want to abuse my children anymore. I don't want to have a hate list anymore. I don't want to have a murder list anymore. I don't want to rape no more. I don't want to sell my body no more. I don't want to take pills no more. I don't want to think that I'm less than who I am anymore. I don't want to be insecure anymore. And the devil with knowing that the purpose of the encounter, he tried to cause people to not want to be around. You ever been around someone, sweetheart, and it seemed like your issues get folded when they're around? And you feel a great sense like, I got to step my game up every time you get around certain people. It's not for you to feel like I don't want to be around that person or even think about what you need to step it up for or from. It's for you to know that it's an opportunity for prosperity present for you to come up higher. So don't pull away. Instead, become entangled. You understand? Your grandmother came to bring me a pair of shoes the same that she has on her feet. And it got me because I was like, wait a second, ballet shoes? I don't even do ballet. And she didn't say anything with her mouth this time. Her heart did all the talking. No. It's not the fact of ballet. It's the meaning that comes along with the shoes. When you dance ballet, you are dancing with expression. You're expressing your emotion in every way that you move. Your flexibility, your choreography is on point. Here are a pair of your brand new shoes. God sent her to help me out today. Everybody in the kingdom who was over 33 when they were here in the earth, they restored back to the look of 33. So I don't know what she looked like when she was here, but I know what she looked like now in the kingdom. very stylish woman. Her spirit is chocolate. It's not light, it's not light brown, it's dark. It's beautiful. She keeps her hair in a short cut. It is not too short, it's like a medium cut. It's very nice. Look 33 years old. So see your grandmother as 33 in the kingdom. And she always appear in light pink, all the time. And she's taller than me. Very strong woman. And she said to me, I have left behind some very precious viables before I went home. I don't know if you guys are aware of that or you know, and part, I mean, and you know, that impacted you, or you received that, or Already, I don't even know what year that she departed. I don't know. I don't need to know. She said, Quinesha, you must remain help. You have to continue to help him. Even though you're free to express, but you have to help him. And when you get or feel a certain way that's not helpful, it doesn't help him. She also said he is not making a decision to not want to verbally say anything to you. You want him to trust God on your end in your walk in preparation. How about you do that unto him as well? Trust God with his preparation and trust him while he's following God, doing his preparation on his end. Don't you ever for a second think that he do not want to be around you. There's nobody else he'd rather be around right now than you. He's not choosing to do that. But he can only do what he's led to do. And she held me from behind. God could have said, my grandmother, I can insist that your grandmother did not play here, but still was, you know, very fun to be around, but just did not play. And God must know that I need that. He could have sent anybody. I have many relatives there too. But he sends your grandmother. And sometimes he has her to see when I need to be reminded or give back to how I'm supposed to be in a sense of don't, you know, get off track. I'm here to keep you where you're supposed to be. You're not going anywhere. I know you now. God showed me you. He shows me. I know things that you don't even know. I saw this day when I first met you. When, during the visitation. You are strong woman. I know sometimes it seems like the trouble on every side can double up or triple up. It don't matter. You just keep looking up. Your help come from the Lord. And she also said, when have you ever been to a place that you have to believe? due to seeing naturally. When Christ said, blessed is he who believe and have not seen. That is your reality and it always been. So don't change now. You have never needed to see to believe. Is that why you want to say he loves you so much for confirmation? When God say, bless are you, bless are you, bless are you because you believe what you have not seen or heard. Look how far faith has brought you. Having encounters with me and I'm in the kingdom. When you're preparing for, you are already that. You're just taking necessary steps to receive the manifestation regarding that. So help him. Don't hinder with words that you don't know nothing about because that is not his end. That's not how he feel and that's not what he's doing. You are blessed. God declared that you are blessed because you believe and do not see. And sweetheart, I really appreciate every visit. She said God couldn't have... Giving my grandson a better woman than you. But you have to continue to help and come up higher in your helping. You never move by what it looked like because it's always higher than that. So no matter what your surrounding look like, sweetheart, it's the opposite. Supernaturally, that's the ability. God say rejoice. When you don't feel like you want to rejoice, that's the time to really rejoice because breakthrough is present. And I thank God for putting her in my path. I was like, where's my grandmother? She was like, I showed up. (laughs) I'll never forget. She told me to go to your page and say something to you. I forgot. And I was like, I am not doing that. Because I didn't know if she was at home or not. I was like, you could tell him that yourself. How I look going to him, and I ain't hearing from him in years, and say his grandmother said something. Now I know she in the kingdom. How much more does that even sound like to say your grandmother said something than she in the kingdom? And I never even met the lady. And, had, and God had me to feel how he was going to perceive that before he had me to say. I was like, Nah. I ain't doing that one. You ever had somebody who tried to win you over or try to persuade you or, you know, do too much? Like trying to, you know what I'm saying? Persuade you, (laughs) convince you by using things that's like, what made you do that? What made you say that? And God showed me all of that before he had me to say. But she asked me three times. But that third time, I felt that she wasn't going to say it again. She was not going to say it again. I had to obey. I did not want to do that. But I obeyed. Just like if you tell me. Q, your grandfather said. I'd be like, what made him say that? Out of all things that. Because I don't have people that try to do the most. You know, strangest things are trying to win me over. And that could be considered as definitely top of the list. Especially if your loved one is in the kingdom. Come on now, where does this come from? But I obey. And I'm so glad she came to help me. Thank you so much. I can't get clingy. Because God don't want me to... Lean nowhere else or on no one else. You understand but him. You know sometimes you see a loved one somewhere and you be like, don't go, don't go, don't go. I would love for her to stay every day, all day. But she won't. Because I'm strong enough to continue on. But she want me to know she's here. You all right. You don't have to panic. You don't have to worry. If my words came off disrespectfully, please forgive me. It does not what I meant. You understand? You're not pretending. It's much more on your end than mine. You understand? All earth forgive me. All heaven forgive me. But I really wish I could see a grandfather again, like right now. It helps a lot. And when it comes to the day, whenever that day is when I marry you, you know how us women be like, that's my day, and this and that, I'm going to do this. And the men let the women just pick out whatever. Sweetheart, I don't give a. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I really feel to give back to you in that area, especially when I said I'll marry you in your hometown. It's, it's like whatever you like, you have style, you like, you into fashion. And so is your God. She's very fashionable. You know, very elegant. Do you understand? She's very elegant. Very elegant. I'm seeing a side of her that she never even released handy earth. Very expressive. But like open heartedly, like, excited, you know, ex- excitement. I never see her like that. It kind of had me nervous. Like, I never seen you like that. <laughs> because you're in the kingdom. And. I just, I just, you just, whatever you want for that day, I'm just putting it in your ear ahead of time. You go right ahead, whatever you want. Just, I want just one request is that you make sure you be there. <laughs> Don't you stand me up. You understand? Don't stand me up. And oh, another request. This is the request I wanted to say first is that allow light pink to be somewhere around that day. I don't care if it's pink roses. I don't care. Because every time she come to me, she has on light pink. I want to do that because when it comes to someone being there and helping me get past and pushing past, it is her. It is her. God said today I broke down at 4 30 in the morning on here with you. And let me tell you why that happened. No excuses. Let me tell you why it happened. It's because when you are feeding so much, you have to also eat as much. Hallelujah. You have to deny. Even your own emotions. Hallelujah. You have to. Because God's singing, and your grandmother said there's nothing more than he will want than to be in your presence. Or even tell you he loves you. He get as creative as he can get. And not getting no people nerves but you're like look at this look at that <laughs> my name is mentioned a lot regarding you to other people who knows what's going on and I thank God for them every time that you're excited and you just say stuff <laughs> they're not like alright man okay <laughs> alright we heard you <laughs> they are very supportive to you and I thank God for friends that you have like that I thank God for not pulling you away as he did me. You understand? I cannot want to have my walk any other way but how it is. You are a very sensitive man. In words, when it comes to people who are dear to you, it matters. (laughs) It matters so I can imagine how you felt to hear me this morning and God showed me that your heart was praying it don't matter if it came out your mouth your heart was praying it was interceding for me and God said, requested known he didn't say request known requested <laughs> meaning you already did that you understand I never felt better in my life. You know, I gotta talk myself that God have people in my path to, you know, do things with. But you know, I gotta just be how he have it. Because a lot of things I'm just finding out. You understand? I never looked outside of my life before. I Sometimes somebody can give you a word that, or even can say a word out of emotion to have you distracted to look at what you never even saw before. That's like, Adam knew he was naked. That wasn't intended for him to even know that. Like, it wasn't intended for me to know, like, where are your friends? Now you're focusing on that? No, nah, you never did. Now you're focusing on having to see and having to hear him say for you to believe? Nah. And he, out of everybody to sin to say that? He sent your grandmother. That lady has a lot of class. She knows. She got to know about being a mother. And being a wife. Because those are the two points. That she comes about all the time. A mother and a wife. Yeah. I'm honored for that. I wouldn't go around broadcasting that. No, but whatever God had me to say, I'll say. But it's just that her visitations have me to be like, I want to go and spend more time, but I got to fulfill first. Because there's no way you could go in heaven and want to come back here. There's no way. A lot of times we say rest in heaven. I get it because it's the opposite of saying resting in peace, meaning somebody sleep or dead. So you pretty much know you pretty much saying they're in the kingdom. No study said rest in peace in the earth, no rest in heaven. But God said, Quenisha, I'm gonna let you know right now, nobody resting in heaven. There is no flesh here but Christ's body that he will get back in to come and receive you all home. Do you know what everybody in here doing? (laughs) What their greatest heart's desires are? At all times. At all times. See, a lot of times we're looking at the outer picture, the the outer exterior, when it comes to blessing and favor. All of that is from within. We consider favor as being at our favorite place permanently. Nah. <laughs> you know why? Because that season changed at those locations. The weather even change, The food even change with time. No, it's unlimited joy, unlimited good deeds being done that you can't even control because of his goodness. Being overtaken by goodness in every area. I don't want to just be at my favorite place permanently. Consider myself to be blessed abundantly because my emotions could change in my favorite place. Or I could get tired of being there. I'm not going to want to spend the rest of my life on a beach. <laughs> because it gets hot there. <laughs> Who wants to be in water forever? Okay. So, it's not about a location, not about a place. It's everything within, having a great peace of mind within. You could be a person who lives in a one bedroom or in deficiency with peace within, versus somebody who has a six bedroom house that is very chaotic and no peace. I thank God that me and my son, you know, his upbringing, me and my son always had a connection with just peace and joy, all of that in the home. And we just have the best moments just doing things together. We don't need no house to feel peace and feel like we're blessed. Those things to come, but all of that is within and for a second, I had to get stirred up because I was like, why is this man in love with me and not expressing verbally? Because God must not have him too. Yeah. <laughs> Your grandmother know how much I'm in love with you. It's nothing like having somebody around you that's from the, well, yeah, from the kingdom, but we all are, but I mean, like, really residing there. So she, so I'm getting of from somebody who's actually encountering home on a daily basis. It don't get no powerful than that. <laughs> God say, watch me, oh God. It gets powerful than that, excuse me. <laughs> oh God, oh yeah, no limits, right? <laughs> God, oh sweetheart. I'm grateful, I'm thankful. And I just want to say I apologize for thinking that you choose not to verbally say anything to me. It has nothing to do with marrying you. I could wait a lifetime for that. It's the fact of hearing you and seeing you and needing you. Not needing you to marry you. It just that I have to marry you in order to, you know, (laughs) you know, (laughs) dodge you and encounter you in such a way. You understand? A lot of things require manifestation. Naturally. I love you. I would never think that Way of getting. Mm Mm-mm. I thank God for everything. I thank God for you. Yes. I'm going to get off of here right now. Yes. (laughs) The greater is using us. Than he is in the world. Thank you for everything. I thank God for the friends that you have who put up with you during your preparation. (laughs) Do you get on their nerves, oh God? (laughs) Let me tell you something. The answer is no. They understand where you're coming from, but you've been that way the entire time. And they're very helpful to you every step of the way. Those are true friends indeed. To keep hearing you say the things you say all the time. Hear this, look at this, watch this. Oh God. I'd be like, look, look. Oh God. Let me not say that for somebody start thinking that. Okay, let me say look to this line. That won't ever happen. No, they love you. Mm-hmm. I um. I I think about that picture when I seen when your mother was here all the time, and I was like, "Do this lady have any idea how much I'm in love with her son? Do anybody have any idea how much I'm in love with this man?" Those in the kingdom know. Anybody on the earth know. What both worlds encounter every day. By listening to me and watching me. Heavenly and demonically. I had a. Before I get off here. God said mention this. I had a conversation with Satan today. And I cried. Cried and cried. Because. How dare you to be created as an archangel to be a blessing to me and become a demon who's seeking every area in me to devour me. You hate me that much that you want me to fall and you were created that we all stand and give God praise. How dare you Satan and you used to be Lucifer. How dare you to try to use people who love me to open themselves up to try to cause me to fall or rob me from every good thing? How dare you say it? I know that you do not like me. I know that you are afraid of me. And I know you also aware that hell is your portion, but not mine. What does that look like for Satan to surrender from every evil deed that he's keep continuing to do? What would that even look like if he just stopped? If he just gave up? Hell is afforded to me. So let me just leave them alone. He refuses to do that. Because he's just that angry that he can't come back and we can and we will. But I cried thinking about how he used to look, used to be compared to how he is now. And there are times that God would take me to the pit with Satan is. And I'll never forget that encounter where he walked down the steps and sat near me at the table. And his spirit was very dark, but he still had the same posture, the same height, the same, you know, body structure, the building, looking like a strong, tall demon. He's not short and hunched over, looking, you know, none of that. He's just very dark. Very dark. It's not even no light in his eyes. It's just black eyes. Shoulder left hair with a part in the middle. And I said, You really exist, Satan, doing what you do. How dare you, yo? How dare you? To know that you have an enemy. To know that you have an enemy. And it's not your brothers and sisters. And I pray we stop treating them like that. Your enemy, Satan, and all the evil forces that's against you. And I'll never forget at that table. He just sat there and looked at me so dark. His presence was so horrific that God hid a lot of it from me by making it blurry. He didn't want me to see the exact feature. And I asked God, I want to see what it looked like to have all the four archangels together when you created them. Do you have a picture like that in the kingdom? God said, no. Because I already knew what Satan would do. But I have the other three. He was never to be captured, to be put up or even publicized in my kingdom. So looking at Satan singing songs to God before, Satan even had a thought to want to be God. And God watching all of that in the kingdom. And there was no, you know human beings there you know what I mean by that we weren't there yet because he didn't make Adam yet so it was just angelic hosts and everything else that was in it is and I know he thinks about how it was all the time And I put him to shame when I cried so much saying, Satan, how dare you do this? How dare you to even try? It's like when you know that you have an enemy who used to be an archangel, who's against you so much, that hates you so much, that willing to walk around and pace around and see what can he do to cause you to fall the most horrific way, horrifying way. And the thing about it is, I'm not a person that's hard on people. I'm not that. I put all of you above me. But if we in the body, we know a difference. We receive the difference. We have the knowledge. We're not walking with lack of it because we have encountered, we surrender, we made a confession. So how we can make confessions and we still being open to be used by Satan to cause each other in the body to fall. Many of us treat people that's outside the body better than those who are in the body. I pray that we all get back to how it was when we first given our lives. I pray that no one will want to mimic Quenisha or mimic you or mimic anybody when it comes to our anointing and our giftings, because everybody has their portion downloaded, deposited on the inside of them. If I look elsewhere, that's me saying to God, what you have for me is not good enough. but he said that he would give us more than enough. So something wrong with that theology. Sometimes things have to appear to look like it's getting worse in order for it to become better. Many other time, you know, I'd rather not. Hallelujah. Greater is he who's in us, sweetie, than he's in the world. I'm going to rush this to you. I love you.